conferences, long agendas, big venues, always on your feet, barely getting to see the people that you want to see, and then, of course, the expense. Well, the three of us at Good Morning Hospitality are launching Good Morning Retreats. Our first retreat is this July 8th through the 10th at the Horse Hospitality Training School in Auburn, Alabama. If you go to goodmorningretreats.com, you'll find out more information about our first retreat that we're launching. We have already filled half the slots. We have 20 available and we have about 13 already filled. So make sure you go there, you apply, show your interest, and we'll get you all situated for our first ever Good Morning Retreat. Thanks so much for tuning into the podcast. And now back to the episode. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Hey everyone, I was hoping to get this message put together sooner, but things like this unfortunately take time to set up. I just want to say that the acts of war against Ukraine break my heart, and I know as a prior service member myself that my thoughts and prayers go out to everyone who's fighting the fight that they really shouldn't have to. That being said, we have been working behind the scenes with all of our podcasts and podcast partners to put a fund together in order to pay for any refugee housing and other needs that go alongside that, like food, water, and any clothing needs. Internally, many podcasts in the Hospitality FM network have voluntarily given up sponsorship money in order to donate to the cause and are working on a unified message in order to spread throughout all of our podcasts. So this is me calling out to all of our property manager friends, industry experts, and anyone knowing of those providing lodging for Ukrainian refugees seeking safety. You can contact me directly at will, with one L, W-I-L, at slicktalkmedia.com. We have an internal document that is being updated in real time. So if anyone could share this message within your network, we'd greatly appreciate it. I'm also placing in the show notes a link to our GoFundMe and landing page for Rentals to Rescue. That's rentals.torescue.com, where we're putting funds together in order to, again, provide finances for any of these lodging and relocation needs. So thank you so much for tuning into this quick message. I hope you guys are all well and safe, as I know we have tons of listeners in Ukraine and other countries in in Europe. So thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Good morning, hospitality. How are you guys doing? Good morning. You sound like Happy an Monday. award winner. Best day of the week. <laughs> I am so well rested. I got like nine hours of sleep last night. Uh, me too. Um, you can see like sharp. You have a good color in your face, Michael. I think you have a good yeah, good rest. You will? Yeah. Yeah, you slept a bit? Well, you look pretty rough. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. you know, just a couple, couple of delays in our flight last night. So I love it. I, love I bet it. you weren't on Delta. No, I wasn't. But, you yeah, know, you Delta, Delta um, we'll say that for a debate later offline. Well, I don't know. well, well probably know. it was one of the last time you had a cheap flight because I heard them 
that there is might be some some increase of flight prices. Or should we talk about it today? Maybe it's a nice topic. Might be a good topic to talk about inflation. Who knew? Um, no, it was a it was a decent <laughs> like flight. It was there's some maintenance issues, and then it just turned out to be more and more maintenance issues, and then they had no flights to move us to until later. So here we are. You made it bright and early with good cup of joe and a good podcast to go along with it such a great Show podcast. The people the new hoodie the new hoodie oh yeah dude get ready right and that's amazing i think it's the first time somebody wear clothes with my face on it i think <laughs> <laughs> i think for you the same mike this not, is not so my cool. first time no not my no <laughs> oh, you have a whole fan club that's true <laughs> well yeah we, well, we, had, we had to rock the new hoodie we're, we're testing out some merch ideas you know so because we are one of the most famous hospitality podcasts out there. But again, we'll get we'll get to that in a second. A little bit later. But no big deal. Um, you guys had a good week, a good weekend. I'm hoping, yes, everything's good on your guys' end before we chop it up into our segments. Yep. Yeah, man. No complaints. Let's jump into it. All right. So I guess we'll just go with who goes first. Nose goes. Okay. <laughs> Rock, paper, <laughs> um, all right let's do startup of the week since that we always usually do what's with the noise first uh we'll we'll end on a we'll end on a high note there we'll end on a good note there you yeah. go there we go all right let's <laughs> go oh i feel some pressure because i have to go first but uh for this week the start of the week is head out it's an on-demand mobile marketplace that helps travelers discover and book the most incredible tourist activities, events, and tour experiences in town for the next 24 hours with discounted prices. So well done. They raised $30 million. It's a Series B. Um, they did a few rounds already before. Uh, I think in total they raised around 57. Uh, their CEO, I think, Farum Kana, is uh, super happy with this round. So with $30 million, they can increase uh, actually spending. They can come back stronger. So well done. The team of head out and, and their CEO. So uh, let's see how they spend the 30 million in an industry which is actually recovering probably soon with more activity. So uh, guys, good luck and uh, well done. Happy Monday. On uh, Friday last week, we were awarded with the top 30 hospitality podcasts in the world. So that is what's with the noise. We are very proud and honored to have this award. We've worked really hard on it. It's been about a year and a half in the making. So thank you to all those who uh, put this award together for us. We appreciate it. And uh it's it's only up from here. Our faces are now on hoodies and NTFs. So looking forward to what 2022 has in store. What is an NTF? I know NFT. 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 Hold on. It didn't sound right coming out either. Something's wrong. And now we just lost a placement in the top 30 podcasts. Uh, I do turn, gotta, live off. turn live off rewind <laughs> i do got to give a shout out to uh dr jeffrey who is the the founder and creator of the international hospitality institute who created these awards so 
Um, they're doing a big award push for the industry. That's what their big mission is. Um, I actually had Dr. Jeffrey on Slick Talk, and we got to dive into his story, and it's really good. And just his mission involved in the industry is really exciting. So thank you, Dr. Jeffrey. Out of? Uh, Dallas, Texas. Uh-huh. Yeah. So very, very exciting. It's a growing team, um, international team as well, which is really cool. So again, just really excited for the uh, the initiative of recognition in the industry. It's really cool. Um, and be- yes, it was a good it was a good moment. You know, it was like ah, the, the you good had tears. A uh, little bit, you know. A lot of my babies were on the, on that list. You got Slick Talk, GMH, and then all the N- or not NFTs. Oh my gosh, all the HFM. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of the HFM uh, crew was on that list, and and some of the ones that we actually just signed this last week or so were on that list. So it's really exciting to see that podcasts in our space are really really taking off. So um before we get to our topic of inflation and going into you know all the crazy travel budget costs expenses all that stuff uh let's jump into a quick message from our sponsors at breezeway because god i you know nothing like a good morning hospitality without a good message from breezeway meet breezeway the leading platform for property care and cleaning operations built to coordinate communicate and verify all the work done at each property so you can deliver a better experience to guests and owners. Breezeway syncs your property data and reservations into one user-friendly dashboard, taking the guesswork out of scheduling jobs to the right person at the right time. Teams in the field use mobile checklists to get their work done, letting you monitor issues and progress in real time, giving you confidence that every job is done right and every property is clean, well-maintained, and ready. Smart tools to make complex work much easier. Best of all, Breezeway integrates with dozens of PMS systems and IoT devices, so you can optimize your property service programs without switching the systems you already use. Nice. Breezeway has an entire messaging platform, too, for texting automated service updates, communicating with guests and residents, and offering additional services like extended stays. Delivering quality property care and service is challenging. Breezeway has you covered each step of the way with tools like detailed owner reporting, safety inspections, and inventory tracking. You'll drive more service revenue, save thousands on operation costs, and boost client satisfaction. It's time to power your property care with Breezeway. Go to breezeway.io to learn more. Gosh, my favorite video. I love it. Flash GMH. Flash GMH. Very important. Um, and speaking of NTFs, uh, before we get into uh, all the other topics, we do have to give a shout out as well to Enzo Connect uh, for becoming our NTF sponsor, sub-sponsor for <laughs> round of episodes. Um, and we did drop another NTF. Uh, sleeping in with good morning hospitality since it fits the theme uh, of that so go check out the link in our show notes so that way everyone can grab the newest nft uh so that way we're we're all you know rocking and rolling there but other than that i'll hand it off to you guys golden yeah so the topic today kind of spurs from uh some recent searches i've done there's a couple trips to europe that that i need to do this year and 
it's unbelievable how much more expensive these flights are compared to what they were last year or the past 10 years. Yeah. Uh, a flight from Atlanta to Amsterdam used to be anywhere from 11, 1200 bucks to 1800. Now the cheapest is 2600 bucks. Uh, so flights, and that's from a major hub to a major hub. It's, it only goes up from there. And when you look at what companies have done with their travel budget, they, they've shrunk their travel budgets. And with inflation going up so much, it's really tough to see how there's going to be a whole lot of trips done um, this year for, for companies, which is a shame because I think a lot of the conferences are really going to be back in full force this year. Mm-hmm. where we saw a lot missing last year. But it companies are going to have to pick and choose what conferences because nobody has a budget that's 40% higher than they were, were planning. Uh, maybe some companies do. Maybe some are better at forecasting inflation than others. But I, I can assure you that uh, we, we certainly have not forecasted 40% increase yeah. in travel costs. So it, it makes us take a good hard look at what events we are going to and what we aren't going to. Well, it was an economy class ticket for two and a half K just from Atlanta to Amsterdam. Yep. Ouch. Wow. Yep. Now in miles, it was actually pretty cheap. So the inflation has not caught up to sky miles. (laughs) (laughs) But what if you buy sky miles so it didn't work out that you buy those extra miles? The price of sky miles is essentially the equivalent of 900 bucks or a thousand bucks. Like really not bad. So yeah, I mean, the it comes down to some decisions on what trips you make and what trips you don't or staying over longer to try and get as much done on, on a big international trip yeah. uh, as possible. So I was checking some flight actually from uh, from Amsterdam indeed to the US. I think to, I checked Miami or New York. It wasn't so bad. I think it was around six, seven hundred bucks so it was still okay it was, i think before maybe it was around 500 so it went up yesterday but still it was not as ridiculous high as uh, as yours yeah and i mean that's business travel right so every company has a budget set aside for for travel and it's going to be hit a lot earlier in the year this year than than prior years COVID restrictions are becoming more relaxed. Uh, a lot of countries have announced certain dates that they're not going to require any any more testing or shots or proof of whatever. It's so which is great for travel, but if it costs twice as much just to land there, and we all know yeah. what food and beverage costs and hotel yeah. costs and yeah. all of these things, like even even Ubers are crazy expensive. Uh, relative to where they were. So it it makes it a lot harder for that individual or that couple or the, the friend group to make a big trip this year uh, until wages can kind of supplement the the gap there. But the same with food and beverages, actually. There was an article yesterday in here as well in the media that went, it goes up quite a lot. So it's not only the flight, it will be for sure the hotels as well. I think they will just do less discounts. And I think the third thing is that if you're, you're spent, right? If you just uh, go, go out for dinner, it's going to be much more. So your total journey to move somewhere else will be uh, 
will be much more. So yeah, let's see if they want to just get business back. Um, I think indeed what you said it will be less and less because if your you, indeed if your budget goes up at forty percent, yes, you're gonna just go less and just gonna make the calculation. Same what we do. If some people from our team wants to go to a conference, we ask them, okay, what is the return? We're gonna visit and everything. And if I see the cost goes up before, because okay, it could make sense. But if there the cost goes up quite a lot, you might say they stay uh, stay home. Yeah. Yes. So. I was going to say the one thing I keep seeing like that's gotten up in in all these reports or articles is flights, food and beverage and the hotels, but for no reporting really like on these mainstream articles or anything like that on like vacation rental lodging, any type of, you know, different accommodation type. Granted, you know, there's, there's, there's a lot been of, articles on it that expect okay. it to be astronomical. This so, year. so the summer that we saw with 2020, 2021, are we going to expect that this year going even higher or, as high like what what are those prices i would i would guess it would be even higher than last year for two reasons one people can't afford to get on planes anymore you can't send a family of four to italy uh for flights less than 10 grand right so you'd rather put five grand towards a luxury vacation rental in some nice part of the country and just drive there and and save half your money right so I, i would suspect drive to markets just continue to thrive um in in the u.s and probably in europe as well ross what are like train tickets um are do you have any familiarity with what are, are they are they rising as, as high as the others don't ask me for what it was the last time i took a train actually I have no what about clue. private helicopters what do you know about oh, this i know if you look at the no <laughs> It's it's quite okay if you look at the train tickets. It's still if you look at the Netherlands, I would just say from I think you have a day ticket. You're just crossing the whole country for forty bucks or something. You can cross. I think there's trains and go from to to even to to Paris is pretty affordable. I don't didn't check it recently. The same in Poland as well. So I think this become more mainstream as well. People say, okay, I would just take a train or eventually before it was the convenience the flight were too maybe also too cheap right especially when they have in europe a lot of low-cost carriers or the easy jet of this world so for for 30 bucks you could fly to to london this might change i didn't check it recently um but yeah you might say okay then in that case if the difference is small i think i prefer the convenience of a train where i can eat something and not have to wait in the airport and and it's also it's, it's something differently so i didn't check the price tickets of the of the trains recently but uh, I don't think they're expecting an inflation there. That's not what I uh, noticed so far. Yeah. Helicopters in that case, I just know. For, well, I have my pride. No kidding. I wish. I mean, it makes sense it's why scary. flights, flight prices have gone up so much. Fuel has gone up astronomically. Labor costs have gone up. Um, but not even just labor costs, but just getting anybody to work in general. And, and these fields, you know, are... Uh, like we kind of talked about in the beginning was that our flight got delayed, but there was really no crew to on the maintenance side. There, it seemed like there was a very skeleton crew for a big plane that's carrying a couple hundred people. You'd expect, you know, a, a decent sized crew, but no, there was like two people just looking at this, all these maintenance issues. And then, you know, your, your overall flight attendant staff is, is very minimum compared to, you know, everybody else. So it was, I think it's just in general getting any, type of labor is just what do you think that the flight prices goes up because they don't have the expectation if those planes will be full so okay those people want to travel so probably they will pay anyway for it and 
maybe the price will go down again when they see it because the end is also revenue management. Yeah. It's something much, diff, much different, than, not much different than a, than in a hotel. So okay, we just yeah probably when they're searching for a flight to to Amsterdam on this day, there probably must be a reason for it if you're searching already now, right? And, I was like, uh, I've never seen a flight like the last. I've been flying almost every month, and I've never seen a flight that's got empty seats. They're all full, like literally, all of them. Lately, yeah, yeah. During during COVID, flying over to Europe was empty planes. So they've got a lot of you <laughs> know yeah. a lot of revenue to make up there. But I mean, it's a it's a good point, Michael. Are are they predicting a travel surge and jacking up rates, seeing seeing what they can get now? I mean, I I can tell you, I didn't book anything. Um, but I checked so, Hopper. I don't know if you did. You can see, of course, with the range and changes. So maybe. Look at the dates if there's more more uh, demand or at some dates, but I think yeah. it can be still connected, if, especially when it's not the mainstream flights. Okay, I think Atlanta, Amsterdam. It's I won't say it's for holiday, uh, even the also the other way around. You don't go to Atlanta, I think, for, for holiday when you're from Amsterdam. It's not a pretty big, I, I would say, a business destination in both ways. So might be has some impact. I don't know if you check any leisure destination. Maybe I will check it from Amsterdam to Miami. It was still reasonable. It was around six hundred. 700 bucks. So it was still reasonable. So Hopper had an article out a week or two back that said they expect flight prices to increase 7% each month for the first six months of this year. So compounding that on top of, of one another, it's pretty significant. I, I'm not a, I can't do that math off the top of my head, but it's going to be a real price bump come May, June, July. When, when peak travel is for Americans uh, and especially big long-haul flights. Well, we're in month two right now of the year. So in six months, we'll be uh, 42% increase in pricing uh, for, for travel. So my, so I guess it, like well, I've it's, never... It's compounding. That's not, that's not the right math to do, though. <laughs> Oh, no. well, whatever. Compounding. Whatever. <laughs> 1.07 multiply 1.07, etc. There we go. Yeah, <laughs> whatever that may be. So okay. either way, it's a shit ton of increase. And uh, the one thing like I'm I'm thinking right now, like I've never been a, a travel tips guy. Like everyone's like, hey, I'm trying to book a vacation. What do I do? Do I book on Airbnb? Do I book on Expedia or booking or whatever platform or, you know, all these questions I get. And uh, the one thing I would say right now to anyone listening is if, book your stuff like today before it goes up because at the end of the day uh you're just gonna be paying a lot more if, for something that you don't really need to pay a lot more for if i did the math right well. it's a 50 percent increase in the next six months i was only so. off by like nine percent so eight percent whatever but I still if i recommend if they want to have a good deal i still recommend them to check bidum.com that's what i still want yeah. to say too so just pay a subscription that's it you don't have to pay for anything ever yeah. again just subscribe yeah. to life um yeah. no that's it that's very interesting though i just the overall increase of yeah i don't know i'm just thinking of all my future trips i'm like damn i got a good deal now so thankfully those were booked ahead of time uh what's it look like for conferences in the sense of like if you were to make a prediction or even just do you think the attendance level is going to be as expected or what are your, what are your thoughts on it are we going to see empty conferences because you know, we're doing one in uh, Miami in October, so. But... Well, I, 
before I was planning already like around those months, like almost the full year. Okay, I've got it in March, I have the ITB, then this one, this one. Now I just don't know. Right? It just ITBs for, for March is already canceled anyway. And the rest is pretty unclear. You're probably focused right again. Probably. But yeah, yeah. The rest, it's so unclear actually where to go. And um, so I think that's also what's gonna happen. People are just waiting really last minute. I think the early bird tickets of, of the focus right conference this those days. I think they will don't go so quick as maybe years before, even though they're still expensive. Yeah, I, I think the ones that rely more heavily on international travel are probably going to be hurt. But I think all the domestic ones will will do well. Yeah, I agree. So, I mean, the, the big question is, does it come back down? Like, if, if there's no demand... They're going to have to pull prices back to fill the seats. Yeah, do we think there's the that much demand? But it will be the same discussion again, right? You see that sponsors, they, some conference has, has difficulties with finding sponsors. I just know from one of pretty big conference, actually, in Formula Day, they have really issues now because they can't find sponsors in the industry. What you're going to do, then you have less attendees. It means also less income from potential ticket sale. So you mean you have to increase increase the ticket sale or the ticket price, but then probably less people come because the ticket price is too high. So yeah, yeah let's see what's going to happen. But I think some companies have some difficulties there. And what is indeed it is the same, what the airlines probably has the same predicts. Okay, are we going to increase the prices because then we're compensating maybe less occupancy or, uh, or indeed are we going to lower the price? Hopefully they will book, but with the result that you probably have uh, much less revenue. So revenue management, the same for conferences is, is tough. Trust me, I know. It's, uh, you're you're a specialist on this one. What is your opinion? I, I honestly, well, we're. I don't think we're gonna have an issue in Miami or in the states because of the overall, like, the the easy accessibility to get to Miami. Like we hit, you know, we we did a happy hour event and we had three people flying from New York just to spend the night to to have this happy hour event. So, you know, I think, you know, the the, the domestic side is gonna be fine, but. You know, going over to Amsterdam um, uh, for Focus Right, like I don't know how many, how many you know companies are going to be able to to do that at that price. You know, if it, if nothing comes down, you know, why why would they spend more money on flight and lodging? You know, for that when at the end of the day they could probably spend a little bit more here in the states when they're or the same amount in the states um, with more possible visibility. I don't know. But maybe that's going to happen that you have made smaller conferences indeed more locally than a few big yeah. ones, actually. So that might happen. It's okay, you have the folks at Amsterdam probably attract more people, indeed, more locally now, and then you might have more conferences. I think one of them maybe is Uza Krota, maybe it's an example. There's the one which is the largest one in, in Turkey, pretty big one. There are thousands of attendees. I think the coming year they have five or six conferences in different places. So. And they have one in Baku. They have one in different places in Belgrade. So they're doing it more locally as well. So people tra probably travel less. So let's do it on a smaller scale. But then indeed do it locally. When sometimes you get more out of the smaller events. It's yeah, more I guess so, yeah. You meet, you meet everybody. Um, I, I prefer the smaller events for, for a number of reasons. But you also miss out on the opportunity to meet somebody that yeah, is correct. not... Part of the network, yeah, that's going to happen. You'll meet probably always the same people, the same uh, maybe 100 to 200 people, which is yeah. probably which you already know because they're in the same in your same same area, same place. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah I mean, so, that's we'll we'll see. It'll be an interesting uh road to recovery for 
for travel and, and tourism. So which um, one you go for sure, Michael, this year? Focus right in where is it? Phoenix? VRMA, um, for sure. I think that's in Vegas this year. Yep. Focus right, most likely. Um, and <clears throat> I mean, really, yes, yeah. I, I heard really, that's probably it. Cool. I don't think there's anything else on the. <laughs> I heard there's maybe something in Miami. You know, yeah. No, the book direct show and destination air awards are you know coming to Miami. So what up? Uh, just and then, please, but... and then Antonio's uh, vacation rental world summit is my favorite yeah. event of the year. The flights costs it's it's real, man. It's hmm. it's gonna be. We'll see where uh, where budgets end. In where my, is it this year? Because it's always in like exotic, like it's in well, Porto nice. this year. Okay, so it's where it's my my story. COVID journey began. So it'd be nice <laughs> to like end the COVID journey there this year. So we'll see what happens. Well, hopefully that is the uh, the case that we're just ending. Like, let's just stop. Can we just cut it off? It, you can already feel it. The, the news is not covering it as much. Um, <clears throat> and people, pretty much everyone's already had it. So yeah, uh, I think everyone's kind of moved on, which is great. But maybe that's why airlines feel like they can jack prices up. And Yeah. Maybe but Will, not- you're, you're the NFT guy, right? You just know everything about NFTs. And I heard so many people say, yeah, this whole virtual land and metaverse and everything, right? I, I still don't get it. But for sure, you do get it. Now. Do you think there will be some events coming up in the metaverse i i think it's going to take a while for our industry to adopt the metaverse honestly i i think you know we're all we about see, real experiences <laughs> huh we're about real experiences I mean, not and and the, at the end of the day that's a cool experience to be in like if you're if it if if the metaverse is actually designed the way it is and the way they advertise which it's not we all it looks still looks like runescape in 2000 you know three so if you ever played RuneScape, you know I'm talking about like the worst graphics ever. Um, okay, well, anyways, nah, was- come on, CryptoPunks, you saw how this looks like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> CryptoPunk, and they're like, yeah, yeah. Anyways, um, the the whole thing is if it's if it's a real experience, then sure, I'm pretty sure there'll be a portion of the industry that adopts it and uses it as like a, a micro event thing. There's not going to be a big international conference or anything like that, but. I think it's going to take a while for our industry to adopt, especially the hotel segment. No, uh, not to like drag on them, but you know, when I was a hotel GM, the number one thing I kept hearing was this is how we've been doing it for 20 years. And this is how it's always going to be. So at the end of the day, that mentality, I think is still there. And so for vacation rentals, you know, all our NFT uh, sub sponsors are in the vacation rental space. We've never had anyone from the hotel world, uh, whether it was tech or um, any, any type of company. So I think this is still going to take a while to adopt as they're just trying to maintain, you know, all their staffing issues and their labor shortages and, uh, you know, less occupancy and probably some restrictions due to the, some brand names or even um, some destinations that they're in. So anyways, that's just my, my humble opinion about the metaverse and hospitality. I could have just gone on a rant. I, I'm a big believer of a lot of, future things uh evs will be everywhere uh DAOs and crypto will be commonly used uh i'm not sure about the metaverse yeah but maybe i'm maybe i'm too old school that i like real experiences versus my face in a computer screen all day yeah i was gonna say i don't know i'm 
just just recently 27 so i don't think uh i i don't even want to like be in the metaverse if that makes sense in my generation and even the younger one like i'm seeing them yeah like yeah they're behind their phone a lot but that's because they're usually planning talking to their friends around the world to meet up and create experiences that's kind of the take some pictures for instagram yeah yeah the human nature you can't can't take a selfie in the metaverse and post it and be like hey i guess what you guys can't be here why not there's no clout there's no there's no there's no weird flex there's no but it can stay in the metaverse they're not owned by facebook it stays in the metaverse so it's not yeah owned by nobody yeah and with the reporting (laughs) like zuckerberg reported and showed like they're a big loss uh i don't know i just don't think I think either they were too early or they're not doing it right. So there's one of the two. And I, I just don't think it's going to be adopted um, as at least as fast, maybe in the future. But, uh, anything else uh, to cover for, you know, it's a wrap up, uh, you know, kind of a, a little rabbit hole at the end, but uh, I think, you know, at the end of the day, I mean, to be fair, people still want some sort of experience. And if they can't get it in real life because it's priced out, Maybe they will do a meta metaverse trip, but I don't see it. What about you, Ross? You you got your Oculus, you know, goggles at, at home. You, I have a, this. I have a VR glasses, and I use it once. It's made me feel sick, and it just it's scary. And it's also I don't know. It's not if you just go if you want to see some fishes or whatever. You want to see real fishes, right? You don't want to have which is recorded and it's fake. I don't know. For me, this is strange and. I heard it. They heard uh, Jordan Belfort speaking about okay, how this whole moving and well, I think he heard it somewhere else as well. So I don't think it's his own content, but how things are moving into the metaverse and everything. And and then there was one question: is okay, like can real estate or whatever can it move to the metaverse? Can you really imagine like you just yes, you can buy some virtual land in some games, but making it I don't know. You know, it would be really cool to to virtually walk through the house before you book it. Like that, that that's fun. Cool. That, but this is metaphors. This is just VR. This is not metaphors, right? This is, and, and this is some, more giving a better experience. And this is, yeah. Yeah. Matterport is like V1 of that <laughs> software anyway. Yeah. So. yeah. Yeah. Very true. Very true. Well, shout out Matterport. Ex- you got a free, yeah. free ad here. <laughs> <laughs> and our new sponsor starting next week are Matterport. Um, no, that'd be funny. Uh, no, this is, no, it's really interesting. They bought an NFT because you mentioned them or they didn't buy an NFT. No, we're just giving a freebie this week. This week, Whoa. you know, we gotta, you know, inflation. You know, we don't want people in. Got to balance it out. Um, so no, this is really good stuff. And <laughs> as we're planning more trips, you know, I, I know us three are trying to get you know some in person conferences and and uh, some live GMH in person episodes. So it's gonna be interesting to watch. Probably a topic that will be continuous throughout conversations in the future. But um, yeah, good week, good episode. You guys have anything else to add? Can't wait till next week, as I'm really proud to be also award-winning podcast show host. So, no, can't wait. Awesome. I'm laughing, but I was super proud when I saw this mentioned there, I saw this list. And then, well, there was also like top executives, and I was pissed I wasn't there, but okay. I was just, <laughs> and I was like, should I, should I send them an email that they forgot me? It's okay, no, but it's pretty weird actually to do, so I just didn't do it. But then I saw actually that we were in the list of third, uh, top 30 hospitality podcasts. Like, well done. That's actually pretty okay. cool. Yeah. We, lots more to accomplish. We're, we're we on couldn't do it without all of our listeners. So thank you. Seriously. Thank you. And we had quite a few live streamers uh, today as well. So thank you for the live watchers, the 
live audio listeners and uh that that's it for today so we'll we'll see everyone again next week and uh probably a little bit more coffee and a little less uh ntf talk so thank you guys so much now i'm really confused all right see you in the meta see you in the meta first bye guys